You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Stuck. Everyone gets stuck sometimes when you have a problem at work and then you just don't know what to do. And we are here to help. I'm Damian Bazadonna from Situation. And I'm Rochelle Pereira from Equilibrium. And when it comes to workplace problems, I'm usually by the book. And I'm typically more from the gut. My background is in consulting. And I spent the last 17 years building a marketing company. And together, we want to help you get unstuck. Each season is dedicated to a specific industry. And we're starting with the one that's right on our front doorstep, Broadway. So we asked the Broadway community to send us interesting and challenging workplace dilemmas. And because this is a relatively small and vocal community where everyone knows everyone, our amazing producers, Katie and Peter, have heard their stories and will ask the questions on their behalf. And once we hear the question, we only have five minutes to think about it before we weigh in and try to find a solution. These are not researched or edited responses, but rather instinctual answers built from our experience. Let's do this. Um, We've been getting some similar questions from multiple junior people in the Broadway industry uh, that work for small companies, sometimes as few as 10 to 15 people, and due to the small size of the companies, they, they often have the opportunity to work with some really senior and accomplished people. Uh, but sometimes these people come with outsized and bombastic personalities to match that. Um, so they're, they're stuck trying to give feedback to those senior people who might even be their boss um, because there's no HR department, there's no infrastructure that really kind of gives them an, an avenue to make those kinds of, give that kind of feedback. Got it. Do you... D- it would be super helpful. Do you have like a an example that comes to mind? Uh, yeah. So so one example uh, was of a senior leader who, you know, kind of came into a project very late in the game uh, after the rest of the team had put together a lot of work, 
was was sitting in a room to get a presentation on the group's findings and pretty much in the first five minutes dismissed it out of hand and, and invalidated all the work that had gone into what this whole group of people had done. And that was accepted. There was there was no mechanism to say like, no, we'd really like you to listen to the results of this this hard work. It was just th- that his way or the highway. Got it. And, and, you know, this also sometimes bleeds into other partners or vendors that come into the room who see that behavior and see that it's acceptable. Got it. That makes sense to me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What they're driving at is how does this feedback, um, the, the, how do they tell their boss that that's not cool? Or the senior person. Or the senior person that that's not cool. Which is even harder, I think. Yeah, and yeah. without you know, fighting the temptation to say, like, well, there's no way I'll ever, I'll ever change them, and it's just time for me to go someplace else. Do they believe that they're, that this person or these groups of people they're hopeful that they want to hear this information. They're just trying to figure out how to do it. They are hopeful that they can change the behavior if, okay. if without threatening the relationship. Gotcha. Okay. I can work on this. Yeah. I can work on this. Good. Okay. What say you, Rochelle? I, th- this one I feel so strongly about because this is – this is like our bread and butter. We do this stuff all I the time. I had a feeling. That's why I wanted yeah. you to go first because I knew you were going to eat this up. And I struggle with these types of questions because I'm going to hit this probably from the gut angle. Oh, really? a very emotional play of this. But I'd love to hear. I'm assuming you're going to hit it by the book a little bit. Yeah. And, and I think that your, your experience in the industry, I think, will be interesting to have a layer on top of that. But from my opinion, you know, from, from my point of view, this is not a junior level skill. This is an everybody skill, <laughs> meaning like they need to learn how to do this because this is not just about the position that they're in currently. Fast forward 10 years, if they're a senior person, they will still struggle with how to give another senior person this feedback. Yeah. It adds to the dynamic because they're less um, less experienced. Perhaps they don't think that they have a, like the right to have a voice. But I guarantee you that people at every level, this is the stuff that that people struggle with. Yeah, I agree. So developing this skill, I think, is really important. And the way that we often talk about it is how to express your needs in a way that allows the other person to hear you. So like how to express your needs and in a way that allows the other person to hear you. So for me, it's it's about understanding that the other person's not a bad person. They're not trying to act like an asshole. They have learned that behavior because they think it works. I, I think like at the core, it's seeing that person in that way. And then uh, and then I sort of have like have a formula of how you would give that feedback. But kind of before I get into that, well, like what was your gut saying to you? I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Almost the same exact thing really? that you were saying. I wrote down, be honest, be humble, and be kind and show the consequences of their behavior of how it's impacting your ability to do work for them. Oh, my God. I'm rubbing so, off uh, on I you. So I wrote it down and I feel... <laughs> Uh, and, and I also just wrote down quickly is that the idea that – because some people will say, well, this is just the entertainment industry. This is what it is. Get used to it. There's these big, bombastic personalities, and that's just the way it goes. And has, uh, it, that's not true. That there's a lot of different leadership styles in the entertainment business, people who are very collaborative, and there's people who are kind of tyrants in the way they operate. Totally different leadership styles. And I do not believe people leaderships – I don't believe people's leadership styles ever really change when they get to senior levels. They kind of are who they are, and you need to kind of understand, if you're going to work there, how to navigate it and be honest with them of how their leadership style impacts your ability to do work for them. It's all about them at the end of the day, how it's being packaged and how you're talking about it. Even though it's really about you as well, 
It's how it's packaging, how it's impacting your ability to do work for them. Yeah. I mean, I do think that leadership styles can change, but they can only, you only have an opportunity to change if you get the feedback. Otherwise, why would you I think they can change? A, uh, I think they can evolve. Evolve? I, is this, I, is it is it a okay. slightly different way, but it's always got the same flavor. Yeah, it won't yeah, be Chocolate peanut different. butter, chocolate raspberry, but it's chocolate. Right. It's, you know. Okay. I love chocolate. I, <laughs> I the, the, um... There's this model that we often teach. It's called gentle confrontation. I love this. Oh, you, you love a model. Um, but the idea is, is that you have to be able to address the issue while preserving the relationship, and they cannot lose face. If they lose face in the conversation, you're done. Yeah. Like, they will make you pay. So if you're worried about the repercussions, that that's the thing that's going to really make that happen. So it needs to be done in a cons- like a very discreet way, and that you have to start with positive intent. So you can't go in there like guns blazing. You need to go in to state why you're giving this feedback. You can even say, this feels awkward. I'm worried about saying this to you. Like, this is weird for me. I've never done this before, but I really want to help. And so this is what happened specifically. And this is what the impact was on me, the project, whatever. Um, And then solicit their opinion. But it has to be, I think, like what I really liked about what you said was, how does this feedback help them do their work better? Like, yeah. what do they really want? Yeah. And it needs to be positioned in that way, which will allow them to hear it. It strips the emotion out of it. A lot, I think it strips the emotion out of it when you put it through that lens. And I also agree, this, the very openness of, I feel weird giving this feedback. You can also explicitly state, it's not like we have an HR department. This is kind of a big deal for me, particularly if you're a junior. I think that's very disarming in a good way. I think people hear that feedback, but it's pretty like our advice. It seems like it's pretty straightforward. It's like be direct and be honest, but do it in a way that's like humble and, you know, thoughtful and caring to the person. And I agree with you completely about not allowing, not losing face. I think that's an important distinction Yeah. to setting it up. I think there are some individuals out there that are very difficult to be, to give feedback to, even with what it is that we're describing, that have such like tender egos that, that they won't be able to hear you regardless. And so this is where I'd also go back to thinking about what is the strength of the relationship and do you even have enough credit with them to be able to give this feedback? But if you have no relationship with them, if they, if you, they have no skin in the game with you, I would say it's probably not worth it. You yeah. know, so there has yeah. to be enough between you. So this is why, like, if it's if it's their manager, I actually think that that manager has more skin in the game. Yeah. But if it is a, another senior person, like a vendor that you don't even work with, yeah. that is in, in no way, you know, other than connecting on this project, I don't know if it's worth the potential repercussion because they don't have skin in the game with you. Yeah. You know? So I don't know exactly. And Peter, you know, you said that there's a lot of different people who are calling in. So I think that that would be a filter that I would put onto that. Yeah, that's true. I th- and I think a lot of it is, I, one thing I wrote down too, I guess, which is obvious, is accept the consequences. And because the, if you look at the entertainment business, there's no HR filter between it. You're a junior person who's never had to do this type of conflict, deal with this type of conflict before. You're not going to get it. There's a good chance you're not going to get it right. You may not come off as caring and thoughtful and humble as you thought you might by accident you know not even intentional but through your nerves make the person feel uncomfortable or embarrassed 
that there's a there's a chance that it will go off the rails. But the reality is if you stay in that environment, you've kind of instinctually know you're going to get stuck anyway. You're not going to be able to get out of it. So I'm always in the camp of no matter what level you're at, if you don't feel comfortable in an environment and you have feedback to give, just be honest. And to your point, the starting point should be the person you are speaking to, you believe that they're a good human being. Now, if you don't believe they're a good human being, that's a separate podcast we could talk through. Yeah. But you believe that they're a good human being and, they want it, and they're open to hearing feedback. If you go in with that mindset, I think that's a good yeah. starting point. And the last thing that I'd like to say about this as they're going in and having these conversations is appreciate that it's a muscle that has to be built and developed and that the conversations get easier. So I know that I started by saying, hey, this everybody's got to figure this out and everybody's got to get better at this. It does get easier the more that they do it. So I think to your point of like live with the consequences, the co- that is the learning. Yeah. The learning is what happens next. Yeah. But they won't ever learn it unless they go out and have those conversations. Well said. Thanks. Good question, Peter. Stuck is created by Equilibrium and Situation. It's produced by the fantastic Katie Byrne and Peter Yajisic. Special thank you to Stephanie Connors for always keeping us on track and Mirror Tone Studios for the kind hospitality. In case you're wondering, our theme music is Rockstar by Owen Mulcahy. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.